1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the eve of the Scottish Cup final Celtic and Inverness Cali Thistle go head-to-head For the season's final piece of silverware One that would seal the treble for the hoops Ange Postacoglu's got full focus on the game Despite constant ongoing Spurs links And elsewhere Partick Thistle have taken a big step Towards the top flight With a 2-0 playoff win against Ross County I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me you have Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. Follow me on this Tomorrow, a team from the Highlands will come to Glasgow intent on trying to create the biggest cup final shock of all time. That's Inverness Cali against Celtic. Then, on Sunday, a team from Glasgow will go to the Highlands and they're called Thistle as well. And they're trying to beat Ross County and get promotion to the top flight and defy all of the odds It all adds up to a blockbuster finish to the season And then on Sunday evening We can concentrate on the biggest story of the close season Is Ange Postacoglu going to be Celtics manager Or Spurs manager What a week we're having Jim <laughs> Yes, yeah, so listen it's a brilliant finale to the season uh, Hugh, I mean obviously it's the perfect uh, finale for Celtic fans If um, the Celtic won the treble and uh, Ange Postacoglu decides to stay that's exactly uh, what they're looking for and the fairy tale for Partick Thistle if you're from this part of the world is that they can go up there and continue their free scoring um, forum and I, I mean I, I genuinely believe they'll score up at Ross County mm. Ross County obviously 10 men for the vast majority both teams looked a little bit tired towards the end of the game last night but I think, as uh, Chris Julian had said, if you had have asked them before the game, a two-goal advantage, get up to Dingwall, you'd have absolutely snapped your yeah. hand off. So, pole position for Patrick Thistle. Celtic, huge favourites for the for the Scottish Cup. And Billy Dodds, dreaming of a fairy tale. 0141 951 That is the number you need. It is Scottish Cup final Eve, let's give it the big match build up Inverness fans would love to hear your thoughts On whether a potential shock is on the card Celtic fans, what are you thinking About team selection We all know what the backdrop is I'm getting to that in a minute But we've got a big game tomorrow The biggest of games, it's a Scottish Cup final So let's not forget that Let's try and preview the 90 minutes Or whatever may have in store at hand in Your team selection thoughts How much of an achievement the treble would be If you're going along Your hopes for the game And then of course There is this Ange Postacoglu And Spurs business How does that impact the game in any way Does it give you mixed feelings Going into the weekend Some people of course would be speculating That it might be Ange Postacoglu's final game In charge of Celtic And of course it may be nowhere near That case either So whatever side of it you're on 01419511 Well, I have to say If you've got a Celtic team Who've won 11 of the last 12 league titles Playing a team who finished In the bottom half of the championship It has to be a win for Celtic If not, it is So far as I'm concerned The worst result in their history If they lose to Inverness Cali Thistle What's in it for Celtic? Eight trebles A world record for Celtic No Celtic player has ever been involved On the park in five trebles 
Callum McGregor can do it tomorrow It's all there for Celtic Every advantage is theirs And Ange Postacoglu Whether he's Celtic's manager or Spurs manager Wants to be On the shoulders of giants As the Celtic fan said last weekend Jockstein Brendan Rodgers Martin O'Neill Neil Lennon Tomorrow Ange Postacoglu has the chance to be the fifth mm. treble winner Maybe this is a challenge to the Celtic fans tonight Jim They can tell mm. us Are they able to do what Ange Postacoglu says he's doing Focus on the game tomorrow Are you looking forward to it Celtic fans Are you thinking about the 90 minutes Or are you still worried about what might happen around the corner Let us know 01419511025 That's the challenge isn't it Yeah I think the fans are going to be apprehensive There's no doubt about it You know as you said You know the, as much as Normally, the Scottish Cup final last game of the season is, you know, you know, the, the pinnacle of, of the season. It's the one, as I said, as you just mentioned there, to get eight trebles. It's incredible. Callum McGregor, phenomenal player, terrific captain, outstanding professional. You know what? A cap off a fantastic season for him as well. But nevertheless, the the you know the the manager's situation will override all of that. But I think Celtic Take the, the cup final in isolation Celtic have got far too much quality mm. Far too much class For Inverness Inverness can be as tactically astute As Billy can possibly make them But that won't be enough I'm afraid To try and wrestle that trophy away from Celtic If you want to do the old fashioned Friday night thing And just talk about a football match mm. tomorrow We are here for you 01419511025 It would be nearly impossible To entirely uh, ignore the other big story of the week So if you've got lingering thoughts on that Get them in as well And where are you Partick Thistle fans? Are you daring to dream? There is a cliche about 2-0 being a dangerous lead I don't know if that works over two legs How close are you? How good was last night? Are you going to finish the job off in the Highlands? Let us know 01419511025 You were there Jim Duffy Yeah I mean I, I think Partick Thistle were uh, you know, terrific right throughout the game Um Obviously, you know, Dylan Smith being sent off what, without 15, 16 minutes, something like that, you know, made it, um, you know, a lot more comfortable in terms of possession, in terms of opportunity to score. And I think there's a wee tinge of frustration, I think, you know, that they didn't score more because they had, you know, they had several chances. Ross Laidlaw um, had a couple of fantastic saves. I think they made a few kind of poor decisions in the final moment. There were some great blocks, um, you know, from, from Ross County. And I don't think Malky Mackay will be too, you know, disappointed at the end of the game with 10 men, that you know, the scoreline finished 2 nothing. I think he'll think, listen, we're still on with a chance here. And they are. But I think Thistle will, Patrick Thistle will score in Dingwall. So that would mean that Ross, would, uh, Ross County would have to score three to take it to extra time. Let's hear from you Partick Thistle fans as well Come on 01419511025. Only one place to start though, Scottish Cup final tomorrow. Let's bring in Stephen in Cote Bridge. Stephen, there's your the question to set us off. Are you able to concentrate fully and look forward to the game tomorrow? Or is the managerial situation lingering in your thoughts? Definitely lingering in my thoughts. I mean, mm. hopefully Big Ange will stay, but I think he might be going to Spurs. What makes you so sure? Or what makes you... I was going to say confident. I don't know if that's the right word. What, what makes you think it's going to happen? I mean, he's obviously not going to have Champions League football that sports, but I just think the lure of the Premier League will just be a bit too much for him. And there we are. It's one man's opinion, yeah. Hugh. There might be hundreds of other Celtic fans who are going to call now and, and disagree. 
It's I, the eve of the cup final yeah. And Stephen's telling you That's what's bothering him tonight It's a bizarre backdrop To a match of this importance As I say Only four managers in Celtic's history Have won the treble Ange Postecoglou deserves to be the fifth This is a team that have entertained Richly this season Scored more goals than they did last season Won more points than they did last season Won more games than they did last season Ange Postecoglou has improved Celtic in every way And tomorrow ought to be The cherry on top of the cake And I think in the morning When the fans wake up They'll maybe get the cup fever then Maybe tonight they're still preoccupied with Tottenham and Ange Postecoglou But this is a very very big match for Celtic In their 135 year history They can be the first team to win 8 trebles Now all of that has got to count for something And the football match tomorrow I think Celtic will want to do what they did against Aberdeen last weekend And make a statement about themselves Last week Celtic illustrated why they deserve to be the league title winners Tomorrow they want to make a statement on why they deserve to be treble winners I mean the thing, this is the thing Jim Ange Postacoglu as you would expect And he's he's right to hammer home the message He's just focusing Mm. on the cup final Mm. Judging by the calls this week I think Mm. most of Celtic fans would take a cup defeat If it meant Ange Postacoglu (laughs) staying And slightly tongue in cheek I'm not trying to speak on behalf Mm. of everyone But it's it's that depth of feeling about it So it's fine for him to focus on the football match He's got a job Mm. to do it feels like it's more difficult for fans like Stephen. Yeah, I think there's two big elements as well tomorrow that I'm not saying they could make an impact, but I think they will try and make an impact. One is the supporters. I think they will, whether it's with banners, whether it's with, you know, you know vocally, um, you know, the atmosphere, I think they will generate an incredible atmosphere. We all know there's a phenomenal connection between Ange Postacoglu and the Celtic fans. And I think the Celtic fans We'll put that out there tomorrow to Ange to say, oh. listen, you know, we absolutely adore you. This is a fantastic club. Stay here and, 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 and you know, keep us, keep us at the top, keep improving in Europe. And the second thing uh, is the players. And I think the players as well know that the style of football they played, they're reveling in it, they're enjoying it, they're, they're, you know, they're thriving on it. And I think they as well might put up a performance to say, listen, yeah, we know you've got all the riches down there. We know it's the biggest league in the world. We know our league's not as strong, but you know you must enjoy working mm. with, with us because these are the type of performances we can put on. So I think those two elements, you know, can, can play a, a little bit of a part, particularly the, his connection with the supporters. What do you think, Stephen? Is none of this going to be enough to wrestle control back if it's heading in the direction that you think it is? Well. I think it just depends Regardless if we win the treble or not I just want Ange to stay Like I said to you I'm, I'm starting to detect that that yeah. is the priority This weekend yeah. for many of the fans They, they can get it out of their minds um, You and I stood in this studio on the day that Brendan Rodgers upped and left for Leicester And you remember the, the Shock that was widespread Throughout the Celtic support And now they are going into This match not thinking about This match Uh Last week, to go back to Jim Duffy's point, last week when he was giving his speech at the end of the game, Ange Postacoglu referenced Tommy Burns. Always a big thing for Celtic fans. And he referenced Tommy, and it was a Scottish Cup final day when Tommy said about the supporters, they're there and they're always there. And I think Jim has touched upon that emotional rapport 
between Celtic managers and Celtic fans Tommy certainly had it like no other probably and Ange Postacoglu has it and tomorrow the fans can have their say on that matter because it's the final demonstration of devotion to the manager uh, Thanks to Stephen and Coatbridge What about Dell and Tollcross? How are you feeling ahead of the game? Are you able to focus on the match itself or are you like everyone else? Yeah, personally I think um, that is the biggest thing getting the treble more than anything because Celtic will always be there managers will come and go but Andrew's done fantastic for his come in That's, there's no denying that but at the same time Celtic is I'd say we are a stepping stone for a lot of these guys who come over uh, managing different clubs and they, they look for that stepping stone so it will just determine whether Andrew's want a crack at Champions League football or that is obviously just about the money and, and obviously the glory for him as a manager wanting to move to these more these teams that have got more more financial backing. The only thing I can say is that will obviously hold it in Celtic's favour is having Champions League football and getting the backing for the club next season. If he gets that then I don't see any other reason. He's not he's not the type of character. He's not a Rogers anyway, let's put it that way, he's not that in terms of obviously the way the guys handled and dealt with the club and, and put us forward. Um, over the last couple of seasons so right, hopefully fingers crossed he does stay but listen we're there and we're always there as you said and the more we'll all be there East End Rising including It's been a while since we heard Brendan Rogers referred mm-hmm. to as that on the show I really think he's, Sorry Brendan if you're listening I really think he's desperately harsh mm. on Brendan Rogers. you know he, if if I'm underlining if Dale Ange Postecoglou goes He'll be doing What Brendan Rodgers did Ah but it's mid-season That's the uh, difference Yeah isn't it? I understand all that but up, in, up in the night And gone But He's going Because he, I've listened to the programme All week And this phrase Is constantly used He's going for the money Brendan uh, Brendan Rodgers Didn't go for the money And Ange Postecoglou Won't be going anywhere For the money The man's just put his house up In Australia for sale At 1.6 million I don't think he's on Income support But He's going If he's going it's for professional ambition The money uh, would help I'm sure Well alright Everyone likes to be well paid uh, But I, I do think that It's still in the balance And if he Ange Postacoglu says He has not spoken to Spurs Then I'm not going to be the guy Who stands on radio and say Oh I bet you did you know, if he hasn't spoken to Spurs, this matter is still very much up for debate. And that's the painful thing, I think, for the Celtic fans mm-hmm. as well, Jim, is the way this is being prolonged. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure that Spurs have asked the question yet. Mm-hmm. In fact, it doesn't probably seem that they have. Ange Postacoglu saying they wouldn't dare, mm-hmm. you know, until after the cup final. And I guess with that in mind, we don't know for. Absolute sure That they're going to ask the question But at the same time There's so much noise It's not going away Spurs haven't Kiboshed it They've clearly They're clearly briefing London media For whatever reason And there's nothing Anyone can do But sit and wait Until what Sunday Monday And then see what yeah, happens but, Yeah but Spurs Won't have only one candidate They haven't had only one candidate It does seem people. to be The preferred one yeah, now, it, doesn't may, it? it may well be The preferred one But the, I mean, but, but uh, Eddie Howe Was the preferred candidate At Celtic Before Ange Postacoglu Came in That doesn't always work. Once you speak to someone And then they tell you you know what's available to you. You know how how they see the club going. Are you in charge of recruitment? Do they have a head of recruitment? Are they a director of football, a sporting director, all these sort of things. So a lot of these things can impact a, a manager, particularly one 
like Ange Postecoglou, who has a lot of strength and you know in his decision making in terms of players, if that's not made available to him at Spurs or any other club, he might decide, wait a minute, this is not for me, even though I agree with you, it's for ambition, it's going to the strongest league in the world, there's no doubt about that, the richest league in the world, but it's the strongest league, and Spurs, if they get it right, can be in the Champions League, you know, I, I think mm. I, I think they're as, they've got as, as good a chance as probably, you know, another f- six or seven teams, yeah, they're, they're Man City as we know, that you know, the absolute... Um, standard bearer down there but I think if Spurs get it right there's no, there's no reason to say that they can't be a Champions League team in the next uh, two years Del, to be fair we still have had a lot of Celtic fans this week saying no not going anywhere loves this place connection with the fans that thing you mentioned a crack at the Champions League is none of that winning you over? What, what it boils down to here bottom line is I know she's going on about money it's today with money it's today with money whether Celtic's willing to give them the money to move us forward and push us on because let's be honest you're into a group stage with the team we've got you're not going to get very far let's be honest here so the bottom line here is it's whether Celtic's willing to give him money or he's going to get the money elsewhere that Levy guy he, he controls that with an iron fist that, that club so I don't think that will suit him too much in personal terms of how Ange likes to run and pick his own teams and his own choices so the which you're saying it is about money maybe it's just no personally about the whole wages factor but about yeah. how he yeah, you have to understand control. though, Dale. I mean, it's England, a much bigger country, much bigger league than ours. We love ours desperately and we talk it up every night, but it's a much bigger playground down there. Yes, so, it, it, the, it, this is the problem with so much of it, isn't it? Of, of loads of different discussions we have, it's actually incomparable, really, because yeah. even if Dale's talking about Celtic backing him, Celtic could back him like they've never backed any manager before. They could give him double the budget and then. Yeah. You're but still, the players won't come to Scottish football. You're still <laughs> you're still talking about a team that paid sixty million for Richarlison yeah, last yeah. year. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. it, Listen, you it, wonder if there's anything Celtic could do. No, nothing at all. But I believe that if I have to underline it three times again, if Tottenham come to speak to him, he has to do the equation that he's fifty seven years old, it might never come again. In fact, Almost certainly will not pass his way again And when he's finished with football Ange Postacoglu doesn't want to be sitting on a Greek island Or in a lovely part of Australia Thinking I wonder what would have happened if I'd mm. taken that Tottenham job He So for that reason I think if Spurs offer it to him He will take it But in the meantime the Celtic fans Have to focus on what he's doing with Celtic A treble tomorrow And uh, a party on Saturday And then they have to wait. Kyogo uh, progressing. He hasn't trained yet, so plan is to try and get him out there tomorrow and um, you know, see how he goes. He's, I think he's doing some individual stuff this afternoon, and um, he's progressed. He's still, you know, yeah, but he always is still pretty bullish about sort of playing. So we'll just see how he goes. You know, we've done that in the past. He's had a couple of times where, you know, he hasn't been whether it's been a shoulder or. You know, last year's sort of leak up finally went in with sort of a, a hamstring that wasn't totally healed. He scored a couple of goals, so uh, yeah, you know, I'll be guided by him. He's, he's, you know, he's he's very strong, strong uh, mentally. You know, so um, if he if he gives us a green light, then uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll put him in there. Injury update Ange Postacoglu Just talking about An actual football match Which I don't know If we're going to get round to If the first two calls Are anything to go by But you decide 01419511025 You are 
are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here It's 01419511025 Most years at this time We would be discussing The Scottish Cup final Wall to wall Previewing the game Assessing the form Analysing who'll play Who'll miss out What the significance of the game is For both sides Well Seems like there's another story Doing the rounds That's distracting you all tonight Which is fine Because you decide But if at some point You do want to talk about the big game Please get in touch And Partick Thistle fans I'd love to hear from you After last night as well 0141 951 1025 Paddy is in Port Glasgow How are you? Not bad Not bad guys Good man What are you thinking tonight then? It's tough with Ange Distracting us from a cup final But mm-hmm. Trevor's coming up Right But What I've said is If Ange stays Another season uh, Two seasons maybe He'll get another opportunity In England you know yourselves, guys. Their sack managers been there every month. So there'll be a better chance at a better club than Spurs probably will come up within two seasons. So hoping it stays. And another point is... Oh, no, it's a great first point, though, so let's pick up on it. Um, how, many cl- how many clubs are better, bigger, or whatever? You know what I mean? How many better jobs do you think there are? I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I'm genu- genuinely wondering how many you think... Well, I'd, I'd say about three probably And do you think you can get them directly from Celtic? Because that would maybe be the consideration, wouldn't it? You're right If he had the choice of Man City or Spurs he's, he's choosing Man City Can a Celtic manager attract a better offer than Spurs? Of course Of course, why not? Look at his success He brings in a, a treble His second his second title in two years but Of course he can Spurs are a shambles Everyone's turned them down that's why they've arrived at Ange Postacoglu With the deepest respect to the man Spurs have been turned down by bigger names With better reputations in Europe Because Ange doesn't really have a reputation in Europe He's got a reputation in Scotland that's two years old This has come along And he is at the, the right age If he waits as Paddy is suggesting What happens if Rangers win the league next season? That's it, gone. There'd be no big offer from England that under that. I mean, I get it because look, Paddy and the Celtic fans have every right to feel confident, and they won't be considering that right now. I just wonder more though. Like I said, we we say this every night. You know, we, yes, we love our game. We talk it up. Can you see a Can you see a Liverpool or a Man City coming to to Glasgow no. for the next manager? No, this is his and moment. If, if not, are you, that, that that's that's the the difficult bit, isn't it? Part of, I mean, Spurs are. You know, an institution within English football they, they, But at the moment They are doing nothing at all On the park They have no European football next season They have this magnificent stadium And no European football to stage in it This is the moment And they have been turned down by so many people That they have by a process of elimination Arrived at Ange Postacoglu which was the situation when Celtic were in for Eddie Howe and when Eddie Howe suddenly decided he wouldn't do the job, they had to turn and they were very fortunate to find someone as good as Postacoglu. This is his moment. He, of course, can exercise free will. He can say, no, it's not for me and I will let it pass me by. That's entirely up to Ange. But if he is made the offer by Spurs, 
I think he's away And I f- like to believe All football people Have got full confidence In themselves mm. Jim He might well agree with Paddy He might think mm. Nope I can do better than that I'm going to show I can get even more success here And it will land me A bigger job than Spurs I just wonder how many Bigger jobs yeah. are out there I don't I don't think down south But Europe True uh, yeah, yeah. Beckham, You know so Because we're conditioned you know, Into thinking it's yeah, all about so, so, yeah. England aren't we Yeah exactly But you know Someone like Ange Postigal Might think No I, I want to try again Something completely different So you know You've got the other big leagues You know the French Spanish German All these kind of things So therefore you know, th- th- those leagues can be open can be open to Ange Postecoglou, and therefore, you know, there's other options. But you know, you've got to you've got to if you are ambitious as a manager, you've got to strike when you are hot. And Ange Postecoglou is hot at this moment in time. Any kind of little mini dip could um, remove him from you. You know, the 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 the. the the possibility of going to one of the big clubs and Spurs up until this year were considered as one of the big six. Obviously, Newcastle's investment things that have taken to them another level just now. Arsenal, but Arsenal were always in that big six. But Tottenham have always been considered. And I suppose if you're wanting to look at it, it's probably a good time, really, because it didn't qualify for Europe. It didn't finish in European places. They had a poor season. You know, there's a lot of work to be done there. So if Ange Postecoglou did go there and t- takes him into the top six, any even conference, UEFA, whatever, then that's an improvement. That's a, a significant improvement. So in style of football and all these things, um, then it's maybe the right time to go to Spurs as opposed to when they're successful, then it's a hard act to follow. So, yeah, it's a difficult one for Celtic fans to get their head around just now. But I think, as I said, I, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that the Scottish Cup final has been put so far to the back of uh, supporters' minds because, as Hugh said, to win eight trebles, it's a world mm. record. Focus on the game. There's nothing else anybody else can do. Ange Postecoglou will make his decision when he's ready. The only thing that matters for him and the Celtic players uh, tomorrow is to win the game and, again, achieve greatness. What else you got for us, Paddy? Yep. I agree. I agree with Jim as well. Who said England's a be all and end all? The guy might want to go to Italy, Spain, or something. True. We'll find it. But no, we're still we're looking forward to tomorrow. Hope for another treble. And my second point was Celtic should have rewarded Ange when he won his second title in two years with a better contract than this supposing one-year rolling rolling. Well, well Hugh Weaved callers on this week Giving us the inside scoop That he's getting a long term deal this weekend It's happening Stick your mortgage on it Was yeah. the, the strength of feeling Yeah I mean Paddy's made an accusation When there's no evidence that Celtic Haven't offered them a better contract mm. But I think Paddy and others Overlook what we've been talking about We love our league Ange Postecoglou has enhanced our league no end But it's a small league Compared to what's going on down the road And the, I understand about German clubs, Spanish clubs, French clubs However We have concrete evidence Of Tottenham Hotspur Wanting Ange Postecoglou We have no evidence of anyone from any other country Wanting him So we can only deal with what is in front of us And the, the dilemma for the Celtic fans Is they're going to a cup final tomorrow Not knowing if Ange Postecoglou will be their manager One week later Will he be Jerry in Coatbridge? Of course he will. What makes you so sure? Will. I like your positivity. I've oh, no problem with it. What makes you so will. sure? Well, you know, I called because I almost crashed the car laughing when I heard Hugh saying that when Ange reaches that day when he's lying on the beach in Greece, he's going to regret not going to Tottingham Hotspur. Is he joking? 
He's not that no. funny, Jerry. I think you and I both know that. So, I mean, I, I take it you disagree. Tell us why you disagree. Well, who, who exactly are Tottingham Hotspur? When was the last time that Tottingham Hotspur won anything? I don't know who Tottingham Hotspur are uh, either, the, but they were in the Champions League final four the, years ago, to be uh, fair. Yeah, this is the Aussie Ardiles joke because Aussie Ardiles always referred to Tottingham, Tottingham, Tottingham Hotspur. So, uh, Jerry's on with somebody else's joke. Um, but the point I was making was that when his time in football is over, Ange Postacoglu, I don't think, will want to sit there and wonder, I wonder what would have happened if I'd taken that job at Tottingham Hotspur. Uh, that's the point that I was making, and I think it's a perfectly valid point. And Jerry's perfectly entitled to come on and say, of course he won't be leaving, because we will never hear from Jerry. If he does leave, Jerry will be putting a... His head in the a, sand. A, he'll be putting <laughs> a, a, a lock on the phone. <laughs> Uh, Jerry, what makes you so sure? Is it so? Is it about the fact Spurs aren't attractive? They're not as attractive as Hugh's making out, or others are making out. My starting point was that Hugh made it sound like Totten the Hotspur, Tottenham Hotspur, however you want to pronounce it, or the be all and end all. Ange Postecoglou has been very clear he has come here to create a legacy for himself at Celtic. He does not have to leave Celtic this season, or perhaps even next season. He's made it clear over and over again that his priority was not only to do something domestically for Celtic, but to achieve something in Europe. And I think that is his goal. There's no doubt that if Ange continues to do what he has been doing, sweeping all asunder in Scotland, he'll be offered bigger jobs. But the time isn't the time for that isn't now. What type of job do you think would, would tempt him away, Jerry? Because I think loads of Celtic, you're right, You know, a lot of Celtic fans certainly hope Another crack at the Champions League is high up his list of priorities. He's spoken about it before. What type of, if Spurs isn't enough, what would be enough, do you think? Well, I mean, I think, I don't know what we're even looking at Spurs. We've got a cup final, and good on Jim Duffy for mentioning, we've got a cup final tomorrow, a chance for Celtic to win a world heralding eight trebles that no one else has ever won. And all that I've seen from the press over the past week or so is Ange is leaving Celtic. Good on Hamza Yusuf actually for standing up and saying it's good to have some of the best managers in Scotland and let's see if we can keep them here. We might have to have a word with Jerry's fellow Celtic fans though. They seem yeah. I, I I opened the show by almost saying, Come on, come on then, let's talk about the big cup final and no one's taken the bait and yet. Jerry and Jerry himself, called up to call yeah, about Ange Jerry himself the started with Ange Postacoglu and then get round to the <laughs> cup final, so he just criticised himself. Uh, but I knew we'd get to the press. The press are only covering what's going on and the main press activity as you've hammered away every night Gordon is down south because there are clearly leaks coming out of Tottenham Hotspur uh, about all of this so uh, what would you have the press do? Uh, They are focusing on the cup final as best they can they're attending all of the press conferences but this is a major talking point for the Celtic fans therefore the press are reacting to what has become a rolling story And you also said that I referred to Tottenham as the be-all and end-all No, they're not the be-all and end-all They just happen to be the club Who are knocking at the door If it was Real Betis Or Real Madrid Or Bayern Munich That would be okay But they're nowhere on the horizon Nobody is on the horizon except Spurs That When you boil this down, Jim Duffy That's the whole point The question needn't be is Spurs the biggest and best job in the world? Because no one's saying it is. No. The question, the more appropriate question is, is Spurs 
As big And as good As Ange Postacoglu Is yeah. realistically Going to attract At this time And by yeah. the way Jerry's more than entitled To say no As an yeah, answer to that But let's just frame it In the right way Yeah of course I mean uh, Leicester City You know attracted um, You know Brendan Rodgers after was it three trebles, um, Stephen Gerrard after winning the title, you know, and, and you know almost getting himself legendary status for one title to, at Rangers, amongst the Rangers fans, and then went to Aston Villa. None of those two were the biggest teams there, but as I said before, it's the league, it's the competition, uh, it's the dynamic of the league. Um, you you know, would be profile, hoping that if he goes down, you'll be hoping if he goes down for talks, he mm. somehow doesn't get a look at the stadium and training ground, won't you? Exactly. Well, Just hope it's thing. closed. Listen, in fact, that, was Beyonce not on last night? Yeah, maybe it's, it's busy uh, and we'll get a look it's around. It's one of the pre- best, if not the best, stadium in England, and that's saying something. Believe me, their training ground is state of the art. Um, the resources um, offered to the, 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 the staff, the players that's up there is, you know, just in a different world. But, you know, from Jerry and, and other Celtic fans, it, it would have been easier. We would have had a very, very quiet night if Hans Postacoglu, one of his press conferences, would have just as quite simply said, listen, I don't really want to talk about speculation. I will be the Celtic manager come first day of pre-season. And then that would have been it done. <laughs> End of story But he's never and said to that be fair to him though, And I, I, having you know, been there on the press side mm. And hoping for the line so to yeah. speak He's never going to say that I don't expect him to say that that's, why that's, not? If you're going to stay because, If you're going to stay Gordon Because if you've not even been asked the question yet It would it would seem almost arrogant to come out And yeah. talk about a job that's not even been offered but, to you But it? what I'm saying is If you are then going to be asked Or if you're not If, mm. if someone if you, It doesn't matter who comes and asks me I'm staying at Celtic next year. You, you, can't, you can't say that in the in the rare chance that it is Real Madrid that pick up the phone because you know you're then yeah. going, don't you? So I, I can yeah. get that. I get no, until but according to Jerry, he's here to build a legacy. Uh, but he now, may well, he may well be. Yeah, we'll, but we'll wait for Andrew's answer. Just depends what that legacy looks like. Again, you know, yes. And what does another crack at the Champions League mean? Mm-hmm. You getting out of that group stage? You know, is that? Yeah, I, I, th- I think to be honest, we get into you know the the, the next level in Europe. I think can enhance his reputation. I think that's the one thing missing from his CV. Um, performances were pretty decent, but the results weren't. So I, I think that, that you know, from Jerry and, and other fans, I think I think that's probably the one thing that you know they're still waiting on that that next level. Um, because because in Scottish football, you gave some of the stats earlier on in terms of the goals and the wins and the improvement and the style of football. As I said, they're an absolute joy to watch. No no one can say anything other than that. Um, and the, you know the intensity they play at. Um, but in Europe, there is a, is a different level, and that is still something that Celtic have to work towards. Come on, then, Celtic fans, Inverness fans, give Jerry his wish. Talk about the cup final if you want. If you want to keep going on this, you're also more than welcome. 0141 951 1025. 0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy here, 0141 951 1025. I was, I was about to say building up to the Scottish Cup final. Huh. Not in the, in the traditional sense, but maybe uh, we will get there. Ange Postacoglu wanting to win the one trophy that's evaded him so far. Kyogo. Uh... Looking forward to it. I mean, you know, obviously last year, you know, it was the one sort of trophy that escaped us. And, and just, you know, the whole day, the occasion, you know, it's the last game on the calendar um, for us. And um, you want to whatever trophy you're up for. But, um, you know, making it a treble will make it a, yeah, make it a truly special season. And um, the group I said last week, you know, especially the players, have just been outstanding at maintaining the real sort of focus of each game being the most important. And that's what's got us to this place. Let's bring in Danny in Hamilton. How's it going, Danny? 
I'm alright I've got me now down Not um, bad here yeah. yeah all good What's your point tonight? Uh, it's just to see If they'll keep uh, Would you call Yotter in the team And play uh, Maida Or would they keep Abada Me personally I'd play Yotter And Abada Because Maida looked a bit Off it Where they get The second half now what, what is this? What is this madness? We're actually, uh, we've done it. What's your Quarter game, to seven. <laughs> what you Tomorrow, a football game. game. Come on, pick the team. Well done, Danny. Joe, That's what I'm going to say. Well Joe, done. Jerry, the previous caller, will be delighted. Joe Hart did go. Uh, the two fullbacks, Alistair Johnson and Greg Taylor, Starfelt and Iwata, I think. Uh, and in the middle part, McGregor, Hatati O'Reilly. Up front, I would go with uh, Jota. Kyogo Maeda I think Maeda Will terrorise Inverness Calithis Will never have come up Against anyone like him It'll be harsh on Abada Did alright against Aberdeen He did very well Yeah But um, The fact of the matter is Mm. That 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 front three Of Jota Kyogo Maeda Done an awful lot of damage To teams this season Uh, Danny's hoping Well he's not hoping as such But he just Maybe has one or two Reservations over Maeda Tends yeah. to like him in that yeah, big hand and pitch, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I think I think Maida will play, but Danny, you know, listen, said it's a bad as you know his, his record, his goals, his performances in the Celtic jersey have been very, very good. He's still a young player. I, I think he will be a wee a tad frustrated. I think not getting regular, a wee, you know, time. Obviously, Giannimakis it happened to, and he eventually wanted to leave. I'm not sure if Abada wants to leave, but certainly I think that when you're a good player and you've you've got you know you've got goals, you've got a good record, you want to play certainly in a, more regularly than he's been getting. But I, I, again, I'm with Hugh. I think that'll be the team that Hugh just mentioned there. Um, you know, and you know from from Inverness's point of view, the end of the world is say, round the corner if Hugh <laughs> Keevans just managed to predict eleven <laughs> things correct yeah. at once. I yeah, I, I mean, listen, I don't. I think, yeah, listen. Of course, you could you could change one or two possibly because Celtic are so strong there. But I, I just I just mm. think that those type of players, you know, and and Johnson coming back is a big a big uh, boost for Celtic because he's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, and I just think there'll be. Too much quality, too much, um, you know, in the tank for Inverness. And as you mentioned, you know, Inverness players won't have yeah. come up against this quality of player. I mean, for them to get to the cup finals, a championship side is absolutely, you know, deserve all the plaudits they can possibly get. But on a weekly basis, a week in, week out basis, they haven't come up against anybody near the standard of players mm. that they're going to face in Saturday. Is there any part of you whatsoever, Danny, that's even a tiny bit worried about a shock, or is that out of the question? No, well, we all know I was at the game Super Cali Globalist, but mm. uh, I would never like to think about that again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just another thing is that it's my 40th birthday party tomorrow, and I hope Sally do the treble. My party, and I hope Anne stays. <laughs> I was going to say that, that this mm. this um uh, this birthday party's hanging mm. on the brink, depending on what Anne's postacoglu's news is. Surely it won't be tomorrow night, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Just to go no. back to the point about Super Cali Ballistic, uh, I was there that night. It was truly atrocious, uh, but this is a treble. Not at if you're it wasn't atrocious. No, 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 no. But uh, for Celtic, this is a treble at stake. This is a world record at stake. Um. And I didn't know Callum McGregor was going to win five trebles. Yeah. I mean, that is incredible, yeah. wasn't it, really, when you think about <laughs> yes, it? Yes. You know, the Southern of sometimes they won a trophy as a player, never mind five I, trebles. I think Danny's 40th birthday party will go with a swing, okay? Uh, Danny, the talk obviously this week, I thought we were going to avoid it completely. You mentioned at the end you hope the manager stays. 
I take it you don't think that it's going to impact anything tomorrow. There'll be no distraction from him or the players or anything like that. He's actually come out and said it himself. Everything's all focused on the game. He's a man of his word that way. But if you take him out his word, then he'll be here next year because he said that he's got to have a crack at Europe. We say like. But if he goes, he goes. Well, he'll go with a good hand. I mean, he's brought a good legacy. He's yeah, I, I, mean, I've never, I, I, I would like to be. And you're frequently in the position yourself, Gordon. I wouldn't like to be the guy who brings up Tottenham uh, after Celtic have <laughs> won the cup because Ange Postecoglou has a way with words mm. and he can reduce you to. Um, I think the word meat might be yeah, used in that yeah, kind of yeah, phrase. Yeah, I'm not on that tomorrow night. Luckily, I mean <laughs> they, they've got they've got uh, everything ready at Celtic Park for a, a homecoming party for the players and the fans after the game at Hamden. Ange Postecoglou will want to give the fans, first of all, the trophy, the treble, a night out to remember, a bit of a sing-song at Celtic Park when they go back from Hamden, and there will be, I think, no mention at all, and he will go out of his way to make sure there is no mention of a team in North London. Well, we, we were on a roll there, talking about the actual games. Let's not ditch it too quickly. Even this Celtic team from a couple of weeks ago Who were I don't know what the word would be Stuttering Dipping Changing the team gym It's always good when you stutter And you lose exactly. one game I mean exactly Even that even <laughs> that be would, a man sent off Even that would have been A stretch prob- Probably yeah. to, to Put full confidence that a shock was on the cards But I wonder if the Aberdeen performance Really showed that You know things were back to normal I think it showed Celtic That when the, You know they're asked to, to, to go and produce the goods they can because they knew it was the trophy presentation day uh, the atmosphere at Celtic was electric um, you know it was, it was, you know the the the, the choreographed uh, display was just nothing sh- short or sensational and the players responded to that so that shows you when it's a big game you know and when the, when the, the focus is on them they will turn up and that's exactly what they've done last week against Aberdeen comprehensive win five nothing and I think they'll do the same again uh, tomorrow against Inverness. Um, you know, the the only thing that Billy can possibly ask for in his team will be that someone makes a rash decision. A little, a little bit like young young boy last night, Dylan Smith, at, in the playoff game. He, he just mistimed a challenge and unfortunately was was red carded. Um, and Billy will be hoping that something like that can fall his way because that will be the only chance that he'll have. If there's a bit of misfortune in the game for a Celtic uh, player, Kyogo had not trained oh. until today. If if he if he even did, I think he was planning to certainly. But he heard yeah. Ange Postecoglou there. That was yesterday lunchtime. He held his press conference, and Kyogo hadn't trained at all. As a again, it's been that type of week. Friday night, Celtic star striker might not make the cup final. Yeah. Nobody's bothering. Nobody's yeah. giving it any attention. Uh, I think he will play. Uh, I think Ange. Mentioned the, the, the cup final against mm. Hibs The league cup final Where Kyogo played with a dodgy hamstring mm. And scored, scored two, two <laughs> And won the cup uh, I, I think he will want to play uh, He is the tallies man He's the player of the year He's the top goal scorer uh, But O To be fair to him Came on and scored two good goals Against Aberdeen uh, And he too will be A handful Someone The, the like of which these uh, Cali Thistle players do not come up against week in, week out. But I think in an ideal world, Ange Postacoglu would want a front three of Jota, Kyogo, Maeda. 
Any chance Kyogo misses out for you? I don't think so. I, I, I think again, you know, Ange Postecoglou would probably say, "Listen, it's unlikely" or something like that. But you know, he, he's saying that he's get, he thinks he should be okay in the sense that he's he's, he's mentally very tough. He wants to play. He's, you know, almost leading up to the player to decide. It's it's an impact injury, and that's mm. the one thing I always think. If it's an impact injury, unless someone clatters you on it, you'll be you fine. Through it. You'll be fine. It's and also, it was a just, muscle injury. just to tap into your experience, you know, me saying, mm. you know, he's not trained. Mm. Is that much less dramatic at this time of the yeah. season anyway? You know, yeah. you, you wouldn't necessarily be looking for a week's training nah, going into this. I mean, but Celtic would have had light training leading up to this game anyway. Listen, Inverness haven't played for a month, you know. So <laughs> I think true. I think none of your players, you know, and and you know, how do you focus on game? How do you go up to game speed, particularly the, the tempo Celtic play at? You know, the, you know, everyone knows how, how quick they, they they get the ball back into play. So I, no, I don't think there's any issues if uh, if he's had a little bit of a rest when he's played as many games as as he has done. Uh, thank you very much 01419511025 Still looking for your thoughts on last night Partick Thistle fans Playoff against Ross County We've even got the Junior Cup final tonight Cumnock against Rutherglen Glen Cairn as well So if anyone's heading along You can feel free to let us know it's Let's do it. it is indeed Let's do this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football The Pundits have had it all their own way this week and have not enjoyed it one bit so if you think you can get the final victory of the week you need to call us before 7 o'clock and on that usual number 0141-951-1025 and your chance to beat the Pundit is next Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here on 01419511025 Twitter at Clyde SSB as well And uh, no prizes for guessing It might be Scottish Cup final eve But I think we've managed one call One solitary call <laughs> On the game itself With Ange Postacoglu and Spurs Dominating again on the show tonight But not for the entire show Surely what about you Partick Thistle fans We'll hopefully get Some words from the Inverness camp as well And before we do any of that Let's do this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time It's been too easy For the Pundits this week Let's hope Aaron In Paisley Can go one better Aaron how are you? I'm good, how are you guys? Now, I said I would start watching out for this, Aaron There's some sort of like Beat the Pundit gang in Paisley Who keep coming <laughs> on and winning all the time You're not part of that crew, are you? No, I know you anyway Fine, it's like there's some brothers and cousins And they all get Have you not victim of them one night, Jim Duffy, no? Yeah, yeah, was a big, there was a group on when I was on my um, Anyway, so I'm always just now I'm not related to Roger Hanna by any chance, I, I've grown <laughs> suspicious of everyone from Paisley on the back of these But Aaron yeah. sounds Aaron sounds like he doesn't even know what I'm on about So that's absolutely fine Have you ever played before, Aaron? I've not played before No but Paisley just breeds talent That's why that, Exactly that, that might be it It might be the Beat the Pundit capital of Scotland yeah, And no one knew Pablo it And Aaron Let's be honest As a Rangers fan This just seems like An obvious way to get involved In the show at the moment Because everything else Has died down For your team at the moment And all the Headlines are elsewhere I was thinking that I'd be the only Rangers fan Calling tonight yeah? mm, I know <laughs> I know I'm interested I also Because everything in Glasgow Is complex Hugh Because I've even yeah. noticed Rangers fans There's a split between those Who say 
Obviously I want Ange Postecoglou to leave Are you daft? Uh-huh. And then others that say ah, I want him to stay So that Michael Beale can topple him you know, well, we go round and round on these even, things. Even even former Rangers captain Barry Ferguson had a, a, a mm. nibble at that one this morning, saying that he wants to find out uh, if Michael Beale can overcome Ange Postecoglou because that will be the proper gauge of how well Rangers are doing. Would you drive him to London yourself, Aaron? Absolutely. Listen, there's been a lot of Celtic fans on saying he wanted another crack at the Champions League, but he had a crack at that. He had a crack at, crack at the Europa League and the Conference League, and he never dismissed. So. Um, aye. Well, see, that was interesting from Aaron because he did say he would drive him. It was like compliment with one hand and then back, back of the other exactly. hand. Anyway, let's play, let's play beat the pundit. Uh, heads, it will be Hugh Evans, and tails, it will be Jim Duffy. And it's tails, it's Jim Duffy against Aaron from Paisley. So we'll give Jim some greatest hits radio to listen to. Aaron, 30 seconds, answer as many as you can, and pass if you don't know the answer, okay? No worries Top man your time starts now Which current Celtic player joined from Motherwell in August 2020? Turnbull Who made the Rangers debut first Goldson or Barisic? Uh, Goldson Donny the Sheep is the mascot for which Scottish top flight team? Um, Pass Name either scorer for Partick Thistle against Ross County last night Um, Oh god pass In what decade did the Scottish top flight expand to 12 teams? Uh, the 90s Name any team who's reached the Scottish Cup final Whilst playing in the Championship um, Queen of the South Okay let's bring back Jim Duffy Jim can you hear us? Yep Alright same set of questions to you You ready? Right, yep Let's do it Which current Celtic player joined from Motherwell in August 2020? David Tumble Who made the Rangers debut first Goldson or Barisic? Goldson Donny the Sheep is the mascot for which Scottish top flight club? Ross County Name either scorer for Partick Thistle against Ross County last night Brian Graham In what decade did the Scottish top flight expand to 12 teams? 90s Name any team who's reached the Scottish Cup final whilst playing in the Championship Falkirk Which Everton player has been named in the Scotland squad? Uh, Nathan Parson Name any player who scored a penalty for Scotland in the shootout wins over Israel or Serbia? Um, Lyndon Dykes Okay, okay. What do you think, Aaron? Okay, I think the extra questions have done me. I think mm. before that I might have been tight, but David Turnbull was right, you both got it. Connor Goldson was right, you both got it. I thought Aberdeen's mascot was some sort of bull, no? Have mm. they upgraded him? Why is it who's Donny the Sheep? I've never heard of Donny the Sheep. No. I mean my magic sheet here says it's Aberdeen. I thought mm. is it not Angus the Bull or I don't know. I thought they tried to take away that connection because of the oh, songs that they would be getting sung. So I, I, I have no idea what you mean, but reason, you can explain a, it to me. That's the reason why I went to Burroughs County. He became Donny the Sheep in okay. 2019, apparently. Oh, there you go. And to the Bull. Just put it anyway. Um, name either scorer for Partick Thistle last night, Aidan Fitzpatrick or Brian Graham. So it's 3 2 to Jim. The top flight expanded to 12 teams in the noughties, just into right. the, the 2000s. So still one up to Jim. Um, name any team who's reached the Scottish Cup final whilst playing in the Championship. It technically wasn't the Championship then, but I'm going to give it to Aaron. He said Queen of the South. It was, the, you know, it was the next division the down. Division. You know, fighting up against Rangers. That's what I knew. That exactly. One. I, I'll, yeah. I'll give you it. But Jim got it as well with Falkirk 2015. Rangers did it 2016, mm-hmm. along with Hibs and Hearts did it in 2020. 
And Nathan Patterson Has been named In the Scotland squad Funnily enough Lyndon Dykes did not score right. You had the choice of McTominay. Nearly everybody else Griffiths McBurney McGinn McGregor uh, McLean McTominay Shankland uh, I was going to go John McGinn but You thought, didn't need it anyway It's a win for Jim Duffy Hard lines Aaron Well I've let the Paisley crowd in That's it <laughs> Always <laughs> next not, season you're, you're, thank, you're not getting into that gang Thank Aaron. you Aaron Thank you very much That was Aaron in Paisley Was that a clean sweep For the pundits this week Roger, Simon, Cammy. Yeah it was Oh mm. I don't like that The last season of the The last week of the season yeah. as well Yeah I suppose we'll be, we'll be back For one more Beat the pundit on Monday night So the show stays In it's two hour format On Monday To look back On the Scottish Cup final In the playoffs and then it will go to its one hour version thereafter. So beat the pundit. Mr. Keevan's on. Is he on a Monday? No, no. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what's happening yet. Listen, see, as of next Monday at two mm. minutes past eight, not my problem. That's mm-hmm. the way I think. I'm selfish. Not a team player like yeah. Gordon DL. I'm sure someone will be in touch and we'll hear from you soon. Although I wonder if there's just off the top of my head, I wonder if there would be any possible development in Scottish football next week that would oh. actually see my holiday cancelled and see the, the show <laughs> remain in its two hour format. Can the, you think of any? Traditionally, no. on. Yeah, Paddy Thistle winning promotion. Mm-hmm, that's not quite what I had in mind. Traditionally, on a Monday after a team has won the treble, you get the three trophies and the manager sits there and does a photograph. Now. That would be on the agenda at most newspaper offices for Monday. Ange Postacoglu standing behind the Via Play Cup, the Scottish Cup and the league title trophy. Not unless Inverness won it, obviously. Will he be there? Just to point it out. Uh, okay, <laughs> Robert is in Thornleybank. Bank. How's it going, Robert? Yeah, going well. The well's great, eh? So Cannot beat it, Robert. Very good. Cannot beat it. Um, just a few points on the Scottish Cup final and then Ange Postacoglu. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Celtic win tomorrow it's, The 8th treble It's a world record But mm-hmm. I also think Celtic might get the record score In the Scottish Cup final tomorrow oh, Good to know you're not taking Inverness lightly uh, what, what sort of number are we talking here? I can honestly see this game Could possibly be 7 or 8 tomorrow With the size of the park And the way Celtic play Inverness not played for a month um, The way that Celtic play Dynamic and quick and a lot of good players and honestly if Celtic get a couple of goals early on that game and then you know what happens like 60 minutes in they change it and the players that come on they want to score goals and honestly I can see I think it's 6-1 and 6-1 to 2 record scores but if I can see Celtic let me give me that record tomorrow as well Wow Hugh I mean yeah. it's been difficult to tread carefully since this Final became clear Because every, you have to acknowledge There are two teams in it No yep. point in being disrespectful To Inverness Strange things happen in football We've now gone Completely the other way Robert's thinking A record ever score uh, A lot of people will be Encouraged to think Along those lines I mean this is a season In which Celtic scored Nine Against uh, A fellow Premiership side Dundee United Only last weekend They scored five Against Aberdeen Who are third Finished third In the league it's not out with the bounds of possibility that Celtic could rack up a few goals tomorrow. The gulf is enormous. If Celtic play as befits a cup final where you can win a treble and create a world record, Cali Thistle could be in bother in that regard. If Kyogo, Jota, Maeda, there the, are goal scorers all over the park, Matt O'Reilly, they can always do what Ange does and they bring on O. Abada, others who can be a real goal threat, 
And as Jim Duffy has mentioned earlier on, an Inverness Calithical side who, on top of everything else, haven't played a game of football competitively for a month. So the possibility does exist. It's in Celtic's hands. If they want it to be that way, they have the capability to ensure it is that way. I just... That's oh, a difficult one, Jim, because mm-hmm. I, I could not possibly stand here and say, don't be ridiculous, it'll definitely be close. I, I, I couldn't. Just some football, just it doesn't always work out that way. And I was thinking, to, I, I don't know if I've had even anything that's close, really, because I mean, there's those couple of finals Celtic played against them, Fairman, and they were tight. But again, the gulf wouldn't have been as big as this. I don't, I, I don't no, imagine. I, I think, um, I think, I think, Queen listen, of the South Rangers. Yeah, I mean, three two. Listen, it's it's a it's a difficult one, uh, you know, for for Inverness. There's no doubt about it. And Robert is he's saying if to the extreme, if Celtic really. Turn, turn it on and play at the very top of their game they're capable of scoring you know, plenty of goals against anybody in, in the Premier League uh, the Premiership never mind a Championship side so I mean I think it's how Inverness cope with it you know and cope with the, the, the mentality you know if, if Celtic do score early you know can they, they you know they catch their breath can they get themselves playing again um, you know can they understand that they're going to be giving up the vast vast majority of possession but it's what you do with possession when you have it. Can you keep it for a little spell? All of those things. But, you know, the, 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 there's no question that Celtic are capable of running up a very healthy, um, you know, margin in terms of goals scored. Um, and it'll be extremely difficult. And I, I don't think that'll be a surprise to anybody. But I think, as I say, from Inverness's point of view, all they want to do is do themselves justice. That's all you can ask in this particular game. Play to your absolute maximum but I think fatigue, you know, the the amount of I mean, it doesn't matter if you I mean it's almost like your first game of the season and you know, I've been having not played for a month. You're you you're literally searching for air after twenty minutes and uh, that'll be the case for the Inverness players. They've got to be able to handle the occasion. Um and, and I hope they do. I hope they do handle the occasion and I hope they do do themselves justice. But even if they do, I think Celtic will still win with a fair bit to spare. Um, well, it'll be interesting. I hope Billy. Do- I don't know what the modern equivalent of pin it up in the dressing room wall. You can play this clip in the the changing room at Hamden tomorrow uh, if it inspires his team in any way. Robert, what else is on your mind? Definitely. No, we just got to add to that point there. Uh, Jim Duffy's played the game. Jim must have came up. Jim, you must have came up across a game where you wouldn't up the game, but he's trying to have confidence. But you know, you virtually no chance. And that's how I see this game. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I, I used to, when I, when I was at uh, Dundee and we used to go and we'd play, say, like Martin O'Neill Celtic team for talking sake, you know, and, or or when I was at, you know, Hibs back in the day and, and you played Rangers with Gascoigne and Loudrop and all these kind of guys, it's so, so difficult to convince your players that they're good enough to go and win these games or compete in these games, but that's what you've got to try and do, you've got to try and put in a structure um, you know, an organisation that makes it as difficult as you possibly can for the opponent, and then hope that the, mm. the you know they get a little bit frustrated, one or two decisions go your way, or whatever. They're just off the pace. I mean, it's actually twenty years this year that, that I took uh, Dundee to the Cup, yes, Scottish Cup final against Rangers. Actually, it was, it was two thousand and three, and even then, Rangers were going for the treble. So you're real underdogs, but you know you you make a real good go of it. I think, as I said, no disrespect, mm. we we were a, a Premier League team at that time, as were Rangers, 
Um, Inverness are a, yeah. a championship side And I think as Hugh said The gulf is just too big See this, I think. Is, this is the thing I, I did say that when the Celtic played them firmly It wouldn't have been the same gulf But our colleague Stephen Mill has been straight yeah, on Stephen, To remind yeah, me yeah. that Dunfermline were yeah. very much yeah. A Premier League yeah. club on yeah. both yeah. occasions He then says Although the second time we had been relegated the week before <laughs> So yeah. not very much a Premier League club then Fans but I take come the on point. here and use the expression uh, the, the score will be what Celtic want it to be uh, and I think that is actually true of tomorrow's game Because the golf is so overwhelming uh, Ange Postacoglu With all that's been going on Wants a really good Celtic performance They have the players to do it And Inverness Cali Thistle should be wary of a big score Ah this is great timing because Thank you to Robert We've got Stevie Who's an Inverness Cali Thistle fan You can find him on the Wyness Shuffle podcast as well mm -hmm. Stevie, it was never my intention, this was a complete accident, that the previous caller, before you came on, is predicting a record Scottish Cup final score for Celtic. What can Inverness do to stop this type of talk? He's probably been on the beer early this weekend, Gordon. So, uh, no idea. Let's, let's, let's uh, surprise that. But no, it's, it's going to be David and Goliath, Gordon. I mean, it's, we know how that turned out. It's uh, James Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson. I think he was 48-1 to one that day. We're only 28-1 to one this week, so... Um, miracles happen But yeah we're, we're going to need a lot of luck And uh, yeah It's going to be a difficult one tomorrow But we're there And uh, we'll get as good a chance As, as anyone There's certain scenarios Where it's impossible To ignore the footballing cliches Stevie And I suppose Free hit Pressure All on them Does that, that, does that have to be The mindset ultimately? A, a lot of things I mean The Postacoglu Speculation That probably came At a good time for us uh, The there's also the fact to be on playing a game for four weeks. I mean, we we beat the juggernauts of Dungan Swifts last week 3-1, but I think that might help us. Uh, I'd rather be in party Thistle shoes playing play, playoff football, but yeah, I think we're a bit of an unknown quantity to Celtic in some ways. I'm sure they're not doing massive video analysis in Inverness. So that might that might plenty build us in favour come tomorrow. Jim, you are well. In fact, you're not. You're a director of football mm -hmm. now, actually. Um, but having been a manager many times over. What would a four-week break before a cup final do to you? Would that would that really a would, is that a real inconvenience or is it a, can it be a good refresh? What how does no, it work? I, I think it's too long. Obviously, I, I think if you had ten days for talking sake, you give your players two or three days off at the start, and then you bring them in and you prepare for the match ahead. But four weeks is such a long time. Stevie saying, you know, playing uh, Dungan and Swifts. Need to suspect Duncan Swifts are, are you know not even close to what the Celtic level is. So you know trying to get up to speed, trying to get that mindset again, trying to get up to that, trying to get those energy levels, the organisation. I just think it's too long. You can focus on you know your tactics. I think for a period of time, but I think for if you, even if you gave the players a week off at the very start and then brought them in three weeks building up to it. I think it's just too long mm. if, if anything it can The enormity of the task ahead You can actually increase In that period of time Because you're hearing All of these things That we're doing Discussing it And, and you know It can maybe overwhelm the players I And that's the reason why I think they have to be able To handle it It's not easy To, to handle it Some of the players Like Billy McKay And guys like that Have been there And, and Aaron Dorns And these kind of guys they, they've experienced that But there's probably Quite a lot of guys In that That dress room Who haven't experienced Anything like Or close To, to running out at Hamden And the, pre the whole preparation The media spotlight The build up All these sort of things 
So when you go to that game, you you know you you like piano wire. You know you absolutely as 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 tight as you possibly can be. They've got to be relaxed. And possibly we'll be looking at it from the worst case scenario point of view. Celtic lose. Don't bother about Spurs because you the 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 Spurs could not possibly put up the man who just lost the cup final to a championship side who didn't even make the playoffs. Um, it, if Celtic lose, for me, the worst result in the 135 year history of the club. Oh, there we are, Stevie. That's all the motivation you need by the sounds of it. Um, how important will guys like Billy McKay be? We obviously, you know, saw the semi final so often, the goal scorer. Perhaps goes without saying If that one chance comes along And you need someone to take it He's the man Yeah I mean I think against Falkirk The semi Especially in the, in the first half We were probably the, the poorer team But we were clinical We took our, our two goals And I mean If we get a sniff of a chance On Saturday We've got to take it But We've got a good balance uh, Jim Stadium We've got a pretty young team Especially up top In the, the wide areas with, with Jay Henderson And Nathan Shaw But The spine From sort of Mark Rogers To Sean Wells Danny Devine Billy McKay It's a good balance And obviously Being at the the stadium and the semis has helped a few of the boys maybe set with some of the, the nerves. I know it's a, a different beast tomorrow, but at least I've done that preparation before. True. Yeah, and I mean, Stevie, there are clubs much bigger than Inverness who would take your arm off to have won it and then be back in a final uh, within eight years. It'd be nice to have all the, the memories come flooding back. I mean, this is a, a third national final in eight years. I mean, we've done the League Cup against Aberdeen in 14 and then obviously 2015, but. Getting there is the final for us. I mean, we get knocked out. I mean, we, we shouldn't really win the competition, and yeah. uh, we've uh, we'll be given no favours to the draw, Gordon. But financially, and it's well known as the state of some of the the finance that the club has been in. This has been a lifeline for for people with jobs, not football players, people that work in the, the front desk. So it's uh, it's came at a good time, and tomorrow's just a bonus, whatever whatever happens. And are you the type, Stevie? Are you one of these dreamers when your head hits the pillow tonight? If you even get any sleep, will you be thinking this could happen? Oh, I just I just want to score a goal. If we score first, I mean it'll be it'll be limbed everywhere, Gordon, and then um, I'll probably be hiding behind the the seats for the rest of the <laughs> the ninety minutes. But no, I mean it's I'm a realist. I mean we've got no chance, but we have a chance. And we I'm contradicting myself, but we're there. And uh, yeah, come with me. We'll we'll get a better chance than the other team in Scotland to to be Celtic tomorrow. I like your style, Stevie. Enjoyed that. Enjoy your day tomorrow. Appreciate it, guys. Cheers. Good man, Stevie Inverness fan. Find them on the Wine Shuffle podcast. As well It's set up to be A fascinating story The romance of the cup As the phrase always goes Part uh, Inverness Cali Thistle Sorry Knocked out of the cup And then back in Due to an administrative error It would be one of the All time stories But they've got The small matter of Celtic To get beyond First pick up that phone What's on your mind tonight Is it still the final Is it still Ange Postacoglu Maybe it's Partick Thistle From last night Or something else entirely Let us know Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here 0141 951 1025 Twitter at Clyde SSB We are looking ahead to the cup final tomorrow We are going round and round on the speculation Linking Ange Postacoglu to Spurs And I'm hoping we will talk about the... Premiership playoffs as well Because they were fairly Impressive From a Partick Thistle Point of view uh, Last night I've got a question for you On the full time teaser Grant McIver says Since the turn of the century Eight players have scored Two or more goals In a Scottish Cup final Will it be Billy McKay tomorrow? 
No Will it be Kyogo tomorrow? Probably um, So since the t- turn of the century Eight players have got two or more In a Scottish Cup final As in, in the one game mm-hmm. Can you name them? Dembele No Edward Yes uh, Lee Griffiths No uh, We were only 1-0 wasn't it When you were Dundee was that There was only one wasn't it can't be Ruled out So it was Trying to think Hearts 5-1 game Has got to be somebody Two goals You may well be right Ryan McGivern No um, a more obvious one from that team. No. no, 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 no. We, 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 we much later than that. Rudy Scatchel. Yes, Rudy Scatchel. Okay, that's two down, six to get, and hopefully we'll get them before the end. Thanks to Grant McIver for sending it in to full time at Clyde1.com. Since the turn of the century, eight players have scored two or more goals in a single Scottish Cup final. Can you name them? Edward and Scatchel so far. Partick Thistle have. Is it one foot? Are we going as far as that? They're certainly closer. To the top flight after beating Ross County 2-0 at Firhill last night Fitzpatrick and Graham with the goals Counted down to 10 men very early on Which helped Partick Thistle's cause Let's hear from both managers Chris Doolan then Malky Mackay He'd offered us 2-0 before the game Did I take your hand off to have any kind of lead? It could have been more To, to me it maybe should have been But delighted we've got the lead But it won't change our approach to the, the next game uh, We play to win that one as well So the positives are We're creating a lot of chances like that That's how the players see it as well Yeah we could have scored more But we're a clinical side anyway If you keep creating those amount of chances We'll take more than we, look, we miss uh, We know if we win the game You're in the Premier League So um, it's all to play for We've been through five playoff games now Under real pressure That's the difference for me That's the key We've had five games under real pressure where you know if you lose, you go out. But if you win, you go through. And we've continued to, to step up to the mark. We haven't just scraped through these games. We've come roaring through the games. thought we started fairly brightly. Then we lose a bad goal. Poor defending from our lads. We lose young Dylan to the sending off, which is, uh, obviously gives us a mountain to climb. He's a great kid. Just probably, in retrospect, looking at it, probably nicked the boy in. Uh, and it was a sending off. And I spoke to the boys at half-time. Uh, and basically the challenge was to make sure we came out here at two. I was also not wanting us to sink in and sit in our own penalty box because that would have been carnage. In the second half, I was really proud of them in terms of the way they, we, we, you know, we came out and it was still two, which means that there's plenty to play for in Dingle. Have you got any hope? There's 90 minutes to go, it's 2 nothing. We were 2 0 down 10 minutes into the second half last Wednesday night against St Johnson at Dingle and we scored three. And we scored three the week before at Tannadice. So it just helps if you've got 11 men on the pitch. <laughs> Graham's in Knightswood. How close are you to the top flight, Graham? Not as close as I'd like to be after last night. Mm. Um, I, I came away delighted that we get the win, but I shade disappointed because in the second half we absolutely battered them and should have got at least one more goal. But, but the manager says you would have taken the handoff for this position before the game, wouldn't you? Of course, yes. Um, I mean, I still think that we have we are one foot in the Premiership. Um, Ross County's defence certainly didn't look particularly good uh, in the first half the second half yeah they defended well but it was a lot of last ditch efforts that stopped us from scoring Um, if we'd taken one of them I think potentially the tie was completely over but I've no doubt that Thistle will score in Dingwall and I don't know if Ross County even with 11 men in the park can score three against us we're on on such a good runner for them Everybody's been talking about how effervescent the attack's been, but we seem to have missed the fact we've had four clean sheets in a row. 
The defence has been stunning uh, You're absolutely right to draw attention to that fact Graham. Uh, also In five playoff matches Thistle have scored 18 goals I mean that's terrific And Jim said earlier That he thought that Thistle would score In Dingwall uh, And you know, I, I listened to the game last night And I'd, like Graham, I was regretful That Thistle didn't score in the second half Because at three It then becomes a bridge too far For Ross County I think But most important of all My grandson has told the family He wishes to be a Partick Thistle supporter mm. and, and I've got him a Partick Thistle scarf And I can't be running at a loss <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Jim The... It's funny that everyone acknowledges Of course you would have taken this position And yet I don't know if it's just, that's what a Scottish football fan does You think, oh, I hope two is enough We mm. should have scored three mm. But was that the feeling inside? Be- be- because of the way the game went you know, The 2-0 yeah. lead was there at half-time mm. By full-time, was there a bit of that? You think? I think it was a wee t- uh, touch frustrated Because, as, as Grim was saying there uh, This one absolutely dominated the second half I think... Uh, Ross counted one chance on the counter-attack where uh, Adam Muir had a fantastic block from Jordan White. But other than that, and they, they, um, they didn't have one shot on target, Ross County, in the whole 90 minutes. Um, so I think that, yeah, the, the tie could have been put to bed. As I said, I can understand, that, you know, the, the, in the latter stages of the match, they're thinking, right, okay, 2 nothing's a good scoreline. Make sure we don't do anything silly. Uh, almost scored in the last shot with um, Danny Mullen and, and a, a terrific save. From Ross Laidlaw But I, I, as, as, as Chris Dillamer said If you said before the game You got there with a two goal advantage you Absolutely You know Would have been delighted with that But the tie isn't over yet There's no doubt It isn't over And Ross County will have to throw things at it. They will have to take risks That's the reason why I, I do think that uh, Patrick Thistle will score And he's right to emphasize I think they've always, they lost I think three goals I think in 17 games Or something like that uh, oh, No sorry I think in the playoffs So it's It's, it's, it's been Terrific, you know, from all aspects The team has been solid defensively Creative in midfield And a real threat up front And he hasn't had to change the team I do think they looked a little bit tired in the last 15 minutes And this is their fifth game in the playoff series You know, that is a lot of games sure. to cram into that uh, period of time So it'll be interesting to see whether he does change it Because obviously the last couple of games he's kept the same team mm. uh, Graham, if Brian Graham's goal is the one that gets you into the top flight It's not a bad way to do it, is it? Not at all, not at all. Um, I think Brian Graham's yet another legendary number nine after Chris Doolan and obviously Jerry Britton uh, for Partick Thistle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it will be the last goal. I think we've got a goal in them. We, we'll definitely score. I think, um, what, I think what struck me, Hugh, last night as well is Thistle fans are not doing it for anyone else. They, you know, they don't necessarily have to care what anyone else thinks, but the number of Neutrals if you like Or mm-hmm. fans of other teams Who watched the game And took to social media to say oh, I like the look of Partick Thistle They'd be a nice addition to the top flight yeah. next season And they had 7,000 fans inside Fair Hill I mean it's a long old way From uh, Dingwall to Mary Hill uh, So Ross County only managed to bring 300 But 7,000 Thistle fans inside Fair Hill uh, In a season in which They get rid of Ian McCall they took a gamble on Chris Doolan because he's a Partick Thistle legend as a goal scorer but had no managerial experience and he's still in a position where he's only lost one game. For Chris Doolan, it would be an astonishing achievement to take Partick Thistle up. I wish him 100% well 
uh, on Sunday at Dingwall and Graham as well and all the Thistle fans and the, the, they, they have it within their grasp I'm sure they do uh, Thank you very much to Graham let's bring in Andy on the other line Andy as a Thistle fan what pleased you most about last night? How you doing guys? Obviously I was on uh, last night when I was on the stadium so uh, I said to you before when I was talking to you last night I'd like to take a, a two goal lead up to, up to Dingwall I think we'd be okay and uh, we got that and I still think we are going to be okay um, I think I think um, what we need to do is keep playing the way we were playing um, and we'll be alright Ross County I think I've never seen a team throw many so much bodies in the defence as they, they did last night and I don't mean this as, a, as a, an insult to them but it was desperate um, they done well the boy Randall for them at the back I think saved quite a lot of, uh, could have been two more goals for us um, so pass off to them for that um, I think we've done it I don't want to count my, my chickens yet um, But I think Like the last call uh, said there We've got a goal in us I think we could probably go up here and score one Maybe two more And I'm fully expecting Ross County To kind of, kind of come out the traps and go at us And I think that's where we can get our goals man, For a man not counting your chickens Andy You've counted an awful <laughs> lot of chickens there You're going to score a couple of goals in Dingwall And you've done it already But Anyway, I wish you well. Does it strike you, Jim, that that ha- does that have to be the way? You know, because let's be honest, football players of a certain level in Scotland, you know, got loads of two leg experience. Yeah. Chris Dolan's hammering home. Actually, they've built up a fair bit mm-hmm. of it this season. So that kind of stick or twist dilemma that you might have, Partick Thistle don't seem to do that, do they? Do they just go foot to the floor and, and try and score first in Dingwall? Well, I don't think they can change. I think I think it would be really, you know. Completely the wrong um, way to approach the game. Patrick Thistle have played attacking football ever since Chris Dillon walked in the door. As Hugh said, 18 goals in the playoff games. You know, they've been going after teams, they've been scoring goals. The front four, uh, Lawless, Tiffany, Graham, Fitzpatrick, have been, you know, absolutely outstanding, immense. Um, so why would you change? And I don't. If you look at those, you can't then say to those four players, I tell you what, just all get behind the ball with Turner and Doherty, whether he brings Bannigan back in. But nevertheless, they're a team, you know, who are stronger attacking. So I can't see them sitting and trying to get everyone back behind the ball and just try to see out a nil-niller and making the game nervy. I think they will approach the game with the same mentalities they've done in every other game are so you, far. Are you managing to make it up, Andy, or is it going to be watched from behind the couch? No, no, I've got the ticket. So we'll be heading up on Sunday. There's a few of us going. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, regardless of the result I had my ticket anyway, so I, I would have been going to support the team. I think, looking at the social media, Earlier on there I think there's about 200 tickets left So that'll be 2,200 We're taking up with Um, And the club's put Some supporters buses on Because obviously Sunday up to Dingwall It's a fair old track uh, Trek and the uh, The transport links Are the greatest So not Good atmosphere last night Andy Brilliant Absolutely brilliant I was in the John Lambie stand And it was shaking It was bouncing The boys didn't stop Singing their heart out Um, I said geez last night I had a 4.30 start this morning (laughs) Um, How did that go? I made it But I'll tell you what Um it was a hard one It really was And that was without having a couple of pints as well I stayed sober last night So uh, if I'd had a few of them I think they'll Come over them in this morning Get yourself to bed And wake up Just on Sunday morning Just in time for Dingwall Alright Cheers guys Good man That was Andy A very happy Partick Thistle fan Certainly felt like a 
a big occasion last night, Jim. You were there. You got mm. to sample it. It was a big occasion. I mean, the fans were brilliant, and the John Lambie stand. You know the. The, the Partick Thistle fans behind the goal you know, just didn't stop singing of course the fact that, that their team scored two goals in that end you know they were driving them forward um, you know the ones in the, 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 the I think it's Jackie Husband were again so vocal so supportive 7,000 I mean it's incredible you know mm. uh, turnout and there was always a perfect night sun was shining pitch was magnificent um, you know and, and the players responded to that and I think that's a big thing for Partick Thistle having so many fans you know up, yeah. up at up at Dingwall yep. I think over 2,000 fans I think if you got there and you have no fans you could get a little bit tentative in the game but I don't think those fans will allow their team to sit back I think they will drive them forward and I think they'll score and I think one goal will be enough to cement that place in the if Premier that, Tell them Hugh tell them that's not perfect football conditions for you No 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 that's hopeless If they don't and they go out do you want to buy a party at Thistle Scarf Jim? <laughs> I've got a Partick Thistle scarf Of course I have Did Listen Hill, I played for Partick Thistle My uncle Neil played for Partick Thistle My cousin Neil played for Partick Thistle So there's a real Duffy connection With Partick Thistle Come from Mary Hill Come on Hugh Of course I've got a Partick Thistle scarf <laughs> See see, uh, But who's going to buy it if the, I, I can't run at a financial loss here <laughs> Gordon Dale's a former Partick Thistle player I think He might take it off your hands Anyway uh, Thanks to the guys on the phone How are you faring on this teaser Since the turn of the century Eight players have scored Two or more goals In one Scottish Cup final Can you name them? You've got Odson Edward He did it against Hearts 2019 You've got Rudy Scatchell Did it in the Edinburgh Derby 2012 Did Anthony Stokes score? Ah, yeah, you both trying to beat each other to it Robbie McLaughlin had oh. Given me that one very quickly Stokes as well On Twitter Uh huh. Did Stevie Mee No Henry Larson He's always just a fair sort of yeah, guess, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I think he did it a couple of times against Hibs and one of the aforementioned Dunfermline games. Okay, that's four down, four to get. We'll try and get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevens and Jim Duffy are here on 01419511025. They do have a bit of thinking to do on this full-time teaser where we're asking them if they can name eight players since the turn of the century who scored two or more in a Scottish Cup final. Henrik Larsson's just always the answer to one of these questions, isn't he? So he's on there. Edward, uh, Anthony Stokes, Hibs against yeah. Rangers, Rudy Scatchel. Chris Collins is always an answer He is not on this occasion I'm afraid How about Sutton? Nope Gary Hooper Yes against Hibs in 2013 That's you up at 5 One more guess I think I think he's Celtic strikers You're not done with Rangers yet That would be if I was to give you a a loose clue Chris Boyd Yes well done Chris Boyd against Queen of the South Okay, two to get. We'll get them before the end of the show, I hope. Um, we've already heard from Malky Mackay, Chris Doolan, Cup final tomorrow. What's Billy Dodds thinking? I think people can say it's a fluke if you, you, you beat one Premier League club and you're in the final. But we've beaten Livingston in the League Cup earlier on the season. We've beaten Livingston in the Scottish Cup and we've beaten Kilmarnock in the, the Scottish Cup as well. And we ran St Johnson close last year with a draw and then obviously lost out in the, the final, well, the second half in the the, the, final, the the playoff final. So we've consistently shown against Premier League teams that we, we, can, we can do the business and that's why it's better sometimes to concentrate on yourself. 
We're going to be outnumbered again, but we're used to it. And that's when Cali Thistle fans are at their best. They, we have been places where there have been 150 this year, 100, and they still make a hell of a noise. So that's what I expect. Yes, Celtic fans will be noisy, they're going for the treble, but there's nothing better than to hear our six, six and a half thousand fans who are going down be as noisy as they can and, and wait their moment and hopefully we can give them something to celebrate. Quite right to draw on whatever positives oh, yeah. are out there, Hugh, because yeah. before anyone, I, I completely acknowledge Livingston and Celtic's a different proposition. Uh-huh. I think everybody would know that, but at the same time, no one would have given them a chance of even beating Livingston and going down there and doing it in the cup. I remember that day on the show, it just wasn't one that anyone really... Yeah. Had an eye out for So they have They have knocked out A couple of premiership teams En route Jim mentioned earlier on That the Celtic fans Will be keen To Put on a demonstration Of devotion To Ange Postacoglu How do the Inverness Cali Thistle players Handle that When they come out And 45,000 people Who don't support them uh, Are making That kind of noise At Hamden Yes, they have done the business, to use Billy's expression, against a certain level of Premiership team. But this team have swept all before them for two seasons now. It is the obvious scenario. We even talk about this in a league game, you know, if it's Motherwell or St Mirren or whoever are playing, you need Celtic to have an off day. It's you know still possible. I feel like that's oh, it's, listen. It's always possible. You need to do a massive off day. You need to get a break somewhere along the lines. I said before, seen it last night. A, a young a young boy gets in there, but it could happen. You know, a long ball could go over the top. Billy McKay's running through the water for some reason or whatever. Somebody or accidentally clicks his heels. Just like, like bumps into him and bang red card, and that changes the you know the complexity the complexion of the game. So these type of things can happen in football, and they do happen in football. You should but tell Jim Hugh that when Inverness and Celtic meet at Hamden, there's never any controversial decisions no, anyway. No, 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 no. We'll you, you can put well, your hand out for a bus. Yeah. Get away no, with it. But I think that it's one of those situations where Billy's got to try and talk up his team. Of, of course. course he has. There's no point in going there and saying we're going to be a lambs to the slaughter. Just you know they'll just sweep us aside. He's got to try and convince his his players. In some way or form that listen, you know things can happen. You know, you know miracles do happen in football. You know, we, we had one of the guys earlier on saying about you know obviously people going about Leicester five hundred to one at the start of the season. You've, you've, you you there, there are little examples here and there, but this would be one of mm. the all time shocks in sporting history. Never mind football. Kathleen is a Celtic fan on the line. What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow, Kathleen? Hi there, guys. Hi. Um, Obviously, really, really looking forward um, to the final tomorrow, but still in the back of my head, I keep thinking I'm more I'm more worried about Ange. I'm, I'm more worried what to become of Ange, to be honest with you. Um, I watched uh, I watched the league, the league cup, and I just felt his demeanour was a bit low key. I felt the players were. I, don't, I, I just felt as if there was something out of sorts Well I'll so, tell you what Hugh If Kathleen has, ident- has um, examined his body language last week yeah. How much is gonna, how much scrutiny is going to be put on him tomorrow? Every move well, he makes will be scrutinised after the game I, I don't like to disagree with a, a lady Because you always end up with a second prize But his speech after the game Was nothing short of superb Where he used the expression Champions again Five times and then congratulated five different sets of people. 
His speech was inspirational and enough to keep Kathleen and everyone else going until tomorrow night's game. Um, but as you rightly say, Gordon, when the, the game is over, if Celtic have won, the 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 body language experts will be looking at Ange. Does he mm-hmm. pat the Celtic badge as he always does? If he doesn't, oh, that's him. Certainly gone. Uh, but I think Kathleen, his demeanour last week was terrific and his speech was terrific. And for as long as you have Ange, uh, you'll have nothing to worry about tomorrow. And then I'm afraid, Kathleen, you'll, like the rest of the Celtic fans, you'll just need to bide your time because it's out of your hands and everyone else's it's then a matter for Celtic and Postacoglu and anyone who might be interested Have you lost all hope Kathleen is there no chance in your mind that this has a happy ending? Definitely listen definitely not right but obviously I've got Brendan Rogers in my head through what happened the last time and it's not sitting well with me if I'm being perfectly honest. We're going to go out tomorrow and we're going to get the treble. I, I can probably guarantee that is going to happen. But for me right now, in the past couple of days, all I keep thinking about is what Sanj going to do. What Sanj going to do. I know you touched on that he came out and said a great speech and all the rest of it. But for me, the eyes of the players, body language, I'm not a body language expert, by the way, in any means. <laughs> but... I, I I deliberately took the time watching watching the League Cup. I really took the time to watch how it was going on because I've been worried about this. Uh, the Mora is going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. But Avanja isn't going to be there. Then I, I'll be devastated. I said at the start, Hugh. I think Celtic. Some Celtic fans. Kathleen is the leader of them. Oh. Would swap tomorrow for Ange staying. That's what it sounds like Well you know, as I've said to you If Celtic did lose to Inverness Cali There's no way that Daniel Levy can say Ladies and gentlemen Here's our new manager He may have lost to a team in the championship in Contract the might Cup already final. be written <laughs> Just waiting to be signed Well it may be ripped up um, yeah. But uh, um, you know, I feel sorry I feel sorry for Kathleen And the very first caller Stephen Who, who sounded absolutely morose And devastated <laughs> But it's a treble. It's a world record. Let it happen and then see what's on Ange Postacoglu's mind. Well, let's leave it there, Kathleen. Try and enjoy your day tomorrow. If you can, that was Kathleen from Airdrie and that will be the final call of the evening, which means you've got two more answers left to give me on this teaser. Looking for eight players that have scored two or more in a Scottish Cup final this century. So, Larson, Edward, Hooper, Stokes, Scatchell and Boyd did, um, Who to get Did John Daly do it? It wasn't John Daly But since we're nearly out of time I'll admit it was someone in the game That you're probably thinking Craig of Craig Conway Craig Conway Yes, Craig Conway What a shout that is Well done Which means You've only got one remaining And it is a, a Rangers player It is a Rangers player I think I've got it Because I was scooting, <laughs> going back, 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 and I think somebody mentioned it on this programme not that long ago. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, I think it's Peter Lovingkrantz. It is against Celtic. 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 So there two, we go. Two, that was three, two, three, I think. Two. Anyway, uh, he was. He, he scored nevertheless. I'm sure, somebody mentioned uh, the it. double. Uh, well done. You got them all. Thank you to Hugh Evans. Thank you to Jim Duffy. But as always, the biggest thanks goes to you for listening, for calling and tweeting, keeping us company every single night. We really do appreciate it. The season 
is almost over One big showpiece to go in the cup And one to go in the playoffs So Celtic Inverness tomorrow A bit different for us Five o'clock until nine Get it in the diary I know it's a change of habit for us Five o'clock till nine Celtic against Inverness Will be live from Hamden For the Scottish Cup final Make sure you join us And the GBX is up next <laughs>